Welcome to the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Mikołaj Zieliński isn't a familiar name that rolls off the tongue, even for most early music aficionados. Zieliński was a minor composer, but nonetheless a good one, whose music probably deserves to be heard more often. This Polish composer spent much of his career working as organist and director of music for Baranowski, the Archbishop of Gniezno, and it was to this archbishop that Zieliński dedicated his one surviving collection of works, the Offertoria Comunione Stotius Anni of 1611. The bishop clearly liked Zieliński and supported the publication. It was a huge undertaking, both financially and otherwise, and Zieliński acknowledged his debt of gratitude to the archbishop in the preface to his publication. Even though the Offertoria Comuniones Totius Anni is the only surviving collection of music by Zieliński that we have, the 1611 publication offers a fair amount of material, all in all 131 pieces. We hear a sampling of them on a 2014 release from Les Traversies Baroques. Here's Zieliński's In Virtute Domine. Zieliński's style lines up in many ways with that of the late Renaissance, but a recurring use of concertato, along with certain expressive tropes and compositional techniques like requiring organ or other specific accompanying instruments, belie a move towards something more Baroque. During Zieliński's lifetime, a great shift in European music was underway, influenced in large part by Giovanni Gabrielli and his fellow composers in Venice. An epicenter for musical change at that time was St. Mark's Cathedral in Venice, where the practice of corispezzati, or divided chorus, flourished. Members of the choir would split into two or more groups and sing from lofts on either side of the church, often in alternation, creating a sort of surround sound experience. Zielinski's polychoral writing, in particular, reflects the Venetian practice, the composer even noting in his preface that his compositions had been, quote, laid out in the new fashion. You can hear the influence of Gabrielli's style in the opening track of this recording. Here in Zielinski's Ortus de Polonia, the choirs are reinforced with instruments doubling and improvising parts around the vocal lines. Thank you. 
Offertoria Comuniones Totius Anni includes two separate cycles for the liturgical church year, along with some additional pieces listed alternately as either motets or sacred symphonies. That latter title, an obvious tip of the hat to Giovanni Gabrielli and his important volume of Sacre Symphonie, published several years prior in 1597. Most of the offertoria are all polychoral. Of the 56 pieces in the offertoria, 12 works are composed for seven voices and 43 for eight voices divided into two choirs. One piece, though, stands out in particular for its even greater complexity. That is, a monumental 12-part Magnificat for three separate choirs with continual organ and other additional instruments. By contrast, the Comuniones are much more intimate pieces, with only three, four, or five voice parts. Some are scored for a solo voice with the accompaniment of string, wind, or plucked instruments, and in some ways sound similar to Monteverdi's early works. Additionally, in the set, there are a few purely instrumental fantasies which bear the distinction as the earliest Polish works written for a specific instrumental ensemble. Unfortunately, some parts of these instrumental pieces are lost or incomplete. Here's an especially nice track, a performance of one of Zielinski's pieces for solo voice, the Mite Manum Tuum, performed here with Cornetto providing ornamented figurations that weave in and out around the voice. Le Traversie Baroque was founded in 2008 as a collective who, in their own words, are striving to remedy the Czech Republic's isolation on the early music scene and its all-too-long neglect of a forgotten musical past. As such, the group focuses mainly on repertory of Central and Eastern Europe, found mostly in library archives from Poland and the Czech Republic. If you would like to hear more from this ensemble, you can find out about their recording on our website. Just visit harmoniaearlymusic.org. While you're there, have a look at our archive of blogs, podcasts, and shows, and visit our online shop, where a portion of your purchase will benefit Harmonia. This has been the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. I'm Janelle Davis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>